Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a best-selling book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, three-time best-selling author and founder of Big Idea to Bestseller, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it really takes to write an incredible book, to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and to change the world. Now, whether you want more credibility, you want to book more speaking engagements, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! We did it, baby. Let's go. Project bestseller is complete. All right. At the end of Q3 to start Q4, pretty much, I had an idea to write and launch a best-selling nonfiction book in 90 days or less. And I'll be honest, this was by far the fastest I've ever done it. This was going to be the biggest challenge that I've taken on personally as someone who's written multiple books, but I did it. That's right. I did it. And in 87 days, we went from big idea to bestseller. Now, every single week up to this episode, I've given you a week by week recap telling you what I've done each day, how long it's taken me, how much time we've spent per week, how much time we've spent overall on the project. And today we get the final recap. All right. And I'm just going to jump straight into it. But right before I do, I just want to say that if you followed along throughout this, or you've been on our text list, or you've messaged me on Instagram, if you've watched one of our reels about this, and you've been following along, thank you. All right, this was a tough task. This was something that I was so excited to do and I'm so glad I did it. Uh, but just having the support of all of you who wanted to learn how to write a book and challenged me to do it, I just really appreciate you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, but let's get into it, all right? You didn't come here to, to, to be thanked, uh, even though it's something I want to make sure you are aware of that I'm grateful for you, but you came here to understand how do you write a book, how do you do it fast, and how do you make some magic happen? So let's get into the good stuff. So here's a recap. 87 days from big idea to bestseller of those 87 days, 21 days. I did not work. That was weekends, family time, friends, holidays, whatever it may be. 21 days of those 87, I did not work. So in reality, I spent 66 days working on the book. All right. Now this may not mean anything. Oh, 66 days. Well, what if you spent all every day, all day doing it? No, no. Let's break down the total amount of time. The total amount of time that I spent to get this book officially launched, okay, was 57 hours and 52 minutes. This was from the first activity that I did on this to the start of launch day. It was 57 hours and 52 minutes. If you break that down on a day-by-day average, that's about 40.37 minutes. And if you break that down by a per session average, meaning How much did I actually spend time-wise on the days that I worked on the book? That brings up our average to 52.6 minutes. So before we go any further, I want to make this very clear. 57 hours and 52 minutes, round that up. 58 hours I spent to go from big idea all the way to bestseller. On average, it was 40.37 minutes per day, but per writing session, per time that I spent working on the book, this was 52.6 minutes. All right, now, I'm also sure that there was some missed time in the tracking. So even if you added five hours, six hours, we are still under an hour a day working on this book. Okay. So I want you to really understand that I spent less than an hour a day, uh, working on this book, still had time to run my business, brought in lots of revenue by doing this challenge. And it was really, really great. 
And one of the things that I want to share was that about one third of the total time came from writing my rough draft. And this was something that I expected to happen because this is the part that is going to consume the most. You have to make sure that you are locked in. You have to write the book. This is the biggest part of where people don't finish is they can't get to the end of their rough draft. So they give up. And that's why it's so important to have a coach or to have the right process in place. The rest of the stuff you're more likely to do because your rough draft's already done. But that is one of the first big blocks that I see people face all the times. And it's one of the things that I knew was going to be the biggest, biggest thing for me to do is to just get the rough draft done. Once I did that, everything kind of fell into place. So let's talk about some of the highlights throughout this challenge. My rough draft took me 17 days to write. I spent the first five days prepping, uh, doing my prep work and then, and my outline. And then I spent 17 days writing. I can honestly say that now after doing this, that if I was not as prepped, if I didn't go through the outline exercise, if I didn't already kind of think about what stories I was going to do, I wouldn't have finished my rough draft as fast as I did. Also, if I tried to edit it as I go, it would have taken me much longer. So that's why 17 days was doable for me. I knew what I wanted to write about. I had done the outline. I had known why I wanted to do this. And I just focused on writing my book. The rough draft ended up to be about 32,000 words. My actual manuscript ended up being about 35,000 words. And you can get it on Amazon. Big idea, two bestseller. You can get it in ebook and you can get it in paperback. If you haven't already, you should definitely go grab a copy of my newest book. Uh, the total time from start to rough draft. So that was the first 22 days, right? Five for prep and outline, 17 for the rough draft. I spent 19 hours and two minutes. That's on average about 51.9 minutes per day on those first 22 days. Now, remember, if, you, if you're if you new, I was traveling a lot during that time. So this was really dedicated, really concentrated. I was speaking at multiple events. We had the Jewish holidays. I was traveling a lot. Like this was huge for me. And this was a huge part. And this is the part that I thought was going to slow me down. But because I was so committed, we were able to make something happen. The next highlight that I want to share is that the book was a hundred percent ready by day 62 even potentially a little bit earlier but for conservative measures by day 62 the book was 100 percent ready to go meaning you could have if i wanted to i could have put the book up in 62 days but i delayed it um, I delayed the launch to day 87 because I wanted to show people how to build a, a launch team. I wanted to show you guys how to uh, promote your book, how to talk about your book. I wanted to invite people along. And so the last 25 days or so has really just been about making sure that I get a copy of my own book before everyone else, getting uh, everything uploaded and making sure that it's it's live, right? Making sure that it's live. Um, and so that was like the last 25 days, building my launch team, getting all of our social graphics, our emails. So literally by day 87, when we launched the book, everything was already scheduled. Everything was already done. Now, of course, there were some things that we were going to do in real time, but for the majority of it, we had prepped the social graphics. I had prepped the email sequences. Like everything was planned and scheduled beforehand. And this is all very, very possible. Day 87 was the launch. And I gotta be honest, it was the easiest launch I've ever had. Um, and part of this was because my main focus was getting it done in the 90 days rather than doing this massive, massive marketing push on the front end of the launch. And so I, I think one of the big things that helped me was I, partly remove the expectation of what the launch would produce 
because I was focused on the bigger goal, which in this case was get the book done in 90 days and get it launched. And really something that I find interesting about this is by releasing the expectation of how great the launch had to be, I actually was able to feel a lot less pressure and a lot less stress around the launch. And I was able to just really focus on getting the best quality of work done in the fastest amount of time and inviting people to join me. And that worked. It worked really, really well. And what's really cool is the launch went well, everything went well, but what also is really cool is that I can still do a lot of marketing because now the book's out, it doesn't mean the book's done. It means the book's out. Now I have to market it and promote it and talk about it and start building up that steam. And I'm gonna share some of those experiences and, and do some more challenges around that as well because you guys love this one so much. But the other part of, of how I was able to have such an easy and smooth launch for myself was I had all the instructions telling me what to do. These are the processes that I've built out for myself and that we share with our clients so that I know exactly what to do. I know when to do this. I know when to upload it. I know when to publish it. I know what email campaigns to send. I have the templates. I know what social graphics I need. All I have to do is create them. So this launch to me was one of the easiest. Now, granted, and I'm going to be very aware of this, is that I've done this three times before this book. This is my fourth book. So I've done it a few times. But what I'm sharing with all of the people, what I'm sharing with you is this is what I used for this book, right? Sure, I have the experience and I know what to do, so I move a little faster, but I'm giving you everything now. And that's what we help our clients do is I give them everything that I've done and that I do so that they can speed up their time frame um, while still being able to raise their families, run their businesses and, and crush the game of life. So those are some of the big highlights from Project Best Seller. Now, for the last segment of today, I want to give some of the biggest takeaways, you know, because going through this process and actually doing it again, right? And I'm going to keep writing more and more books, but actually going through this progress um, and this challenge, I have never tracked it anything <laughs> probably as in depth as I did. I mean, I have a spreadsheet for every single day of the week. I had a text message go out every single day. I had how many words did I write per day? I mean, I had everything that you could possibly track. And what I'll say is this, what I'll say is this, is that anybody can who wants to can write and launch a book with the right process okay all you need is in about an hour of committed and focused time per day all right and again yes i've done this before but what i did for this book was i followed my process that i teach my clients because i wanted to make sure that i was legit right that i was as good of a coach as i could be for my clients and so i want to make sure that what i did worked and if there was any changes that i I updated it and adapted it so that my clients could continue to see better results. But this is really important. Anybody can do this if you have the right process and the right support. The second big approach that, or big takeaway that I realized was that if it's a priority, you'll get it done, okay? The first few weeks when I was writing my rough draft, it was probably one of the busiest seasons I've ever been in in my life. And what was really interesting is that by making this a priority, because I knew I needed to get it done because it was a challenge, because it was something that I committed to, because I honored that commitment and I honor the words to myself and the promise that I make to myself, making it a priority allowed me to make sure that I worked on this first. So it was often the first thing that I did in the morning because that's for me, my most productive time. But also I want you to understand this by making this a priority. I said yes to this and I said no to other things. All right. When we think about our time, when we think about productivity, when we think about taking on some things and we think about what is the priority, the priority is the thing that you give your attention to. So if something pops up, 
You have to be able to ask the question, what is the priority here? By saying yes to one, you're saying no to the other. Or how can you find a way to get both in? And for me, I'll give you an example of this. There was a moment where I was traveling and I was doing a keynote speech and I was invited to do something. I was invited to do like a yoga breath work before uh, the conference actually started. And that was in my writing time. And so I said, okay, I traveled all the way from LA to North Carolina. Do I want to just stay in my room and write and miss out on this opportunity to network and connect with people who I wanted to get to know? Or was there another option? And I said, you know what, let me find another option. So what I did was I woke up about an hour earlier, which was already really early, but I woke up earlier so that I could still write and then I could attend the yoga. And so instead of saying yes or no to writing or yes or no to yoga and breath work, I said yes or no to a little bit less of sleep for that moment in time. And so that's the thing that I really want you to understand is that if it's a priority, that means it is a priority. You can't just say no and move on and do something else. And so this was a huge, huge, huge takeaway for me and really helped me understand like, how do you identify priorities? Saying yes to one thing is saying no to something else. And there's always an option, okay? There's always an option. You just have to pick this out. And I've kind of built out and elaborated on something that I call the life enjoyment matrix. Um, maybe I'll do an episode on what I call life enjoyment matrix down the road, but it's really to help with decision-making and priorities. The third big takeaway that I realized during this is that when you have the right process of doing a, of doing a book, you can do a lot of things at different points of the process to save yourself time. So what I mean by this is when I was self-editing my book, which is the part where I actually, after the rough draft, I'm editing myself, I'm reading it out loud, I'm trying to polish it up. You can do, I can reach out to my editors while I am self-editing. And that allows me to communicate with the editors while I'm self-editing so that when the self-editing is done, I already have an editor lined up and I don't have to wait now two weeks or an additional week to get started on that process. The same thing goes, once you hand the book to your editor, you don't have your book anymore. So you can get your front cover designed, you can find your formatter, you can do your lead gen, you can get some of the things rocking and rolling, okay? When you are editing, you can get your formatter. Like these are all things that you can actually do. And so what's really important for me that I realized the biggest takeaway is that there are key tasks that you need to focus on. But then once you get going, there are ways to combine tasks without taking away your attention. So when you're writing your rough draft, that is the only, only, only focus, okay? You are only writing rough draft. But once you get into self-editing, you can start finding your editor. Once you're in the editing phase, you can then go back and start to do your cover design. You can do your lead gen. You could do, uh, start finding your formatter. Once the book's with the formatter, you can make sure you start to, pub got, start to get the publishing process. Like there are all these different things that you can help to really speed up your timeline. And I'd say that was one of the big factors that really helped me go faster through this process. Because I could easily see how there are weeks or months added on to this process if you don't have these things in place. That being said, that's exactly what we teach our clients in Big Idea to Bestseller to help them move quickly, but not in a way that overwhelms them so much that they have so much to do, but rather they have so much really, really good stuff to, to execute on. The last thing that, I've, that I'm gonna mention here for my biggest takeaway is that having daily accountability was monumental to me. And it was monumental to me because it was in the form of social accountability. So 
I was texting and emailing 100, 150, 200 people every single day with exactly what I got done per day on that book. And this kept me going. This kept me inspired, but it also reinforced like, how bad do I want it? And it also reinforced how bad I don't want to let myself or others down. I found that this was really, really helpful in helping me execute and showing up for myself and for the people that counted on me and the people that were hoping to write their book. And if I didn't show up and tell them what I did, they wouldn't know what they wouldn't have something to, to guide them for. And it was really cool because of this. Not only did I get my book done really quickly, but we had several, several people be able to start writing their entire rough draft. We had people finish their book if they had, had already started it. We had a lot of people make a lot of progress or commit to getting a book done in a reasonable time frame, And that was really exciting to me. So those are the big takeaways. And that is a project bestseller recap. The book, big idea to bestseller, how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book to grow your business and make an impact is out. It's live. It's for everybody to go see, baby. So go to Amazon, grab the book. All right, we have tons of free resources in the book. I share everything. This book is literally teaching you the process of how to write and launch a book. So it's kind of meta, I get that, but go grab the book, enjoy it, start writing your book. And if you need help, I'll be here for you, all right? That's why we wrote the book, is to help more people share their stories because your story deserves to be told, your message deserves to be heard, and your business deserves to blossom. So let's freaking go. All right. That's what I got for you today. I thank you so much for coming along this project bestseller journey with me. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I can't wait to do this again with another book challenge or some other thing. I'm working on it. I'll tell you when it comes out. But for now, enjoy. Watch the recaps if you want to see exactly how it broke down week by week. And most importantly, grab the book. Big Idea 2 Bestseller is the name of the book. I appreciate you so much. And that is a wrap on Project Bestseller. Let's go. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jake Kelfer and we'll set up a time to chat. And if you really like what you heard today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you took 30 seconds to subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends. Together, we are changing the game one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!